This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, today we're in part two of Spirata Omer, the Alachot of Spirata Omer. Yesterday we spoke in length about the machloket between the Bahag and Rabbeinu Tam, whether the mitzvah of Spirata Omer is made of 49 different parts and, and, and it's considered one mitzvah with those 49 different parts, or every, every one of those 49 are separate mitzvot, and one is independent by itself, and if one missed another day, it does not hurt any way that other day of the mitzvah, which means the third day you said the bracha, you will say, on that mitzvah, fourth day you said the bracha, you said that mitzvah, and so on. Today, we want to speak about the mitzvah itself. We touched on it, if it's the Oraita or the Rabbanan. I mentioned yesterday that it is a machlok ritronim, whether the mitzvah of Sirat Omer is the Oraita or the Rabbanan. And majority of the rishonim understand that the mitzvah of Sirat Omer is a mitzvah, the Rabbanan, not mitzvah the Oraita. This is how the Chida writes. The majority of the Rishonim hold that the mitzvah of Sirat HaOmer is a mitzvah the Rabbanan. And there's a big nafkamina if, if the mitzvah of Sirat HaOmer is the Oraita or the Rabbanan. There are various nafkamina. One nafkamina, for instance, is the fact that we say every day in the, in the uh, L'Shem Yichud, we, we say over there, is a person allowed to say those words? So Chacham pointed out that one should not say that because if he does mention mitzvah and as I explained yesterday, Chacham holds that the Shulchan Aruch understanding is that mitzvah is only the Rabbanai. So one is, is not allowed, since we have to follow the Shulchan opinion, one is not allowed to say, because once you mention, you are saying something that's considered shekel. One is not allowed ever to say something that is not a mess. So a person should say only a mess from his mouth. How could you say, it is not a mitzvah says Chacham Ovadia, based on his understanding of how to understand the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. So we mentioned that majority of the Rishonim hold that Svirat Omer is a mitzvah de Rabbanan today. We explained yesterday the reason is, uh, although Meikar Adin, of course, the Torah has such a mitzvah called to count the Omer. But the question is, do you have such a mitzvah also, Bazman Azeh, that there's no Korban Omer. used to be that they would bring the Korban Omer, and then people would start counting as the Torah commands that, that, that one should count the Omer on the second day of Pesach. On the second day of Pesach, on the second, the night of Mozart Pesach, Mozart Chag Pesach, one starts counting. But that is only true when you have the Korban Omer. When you don't have Korban Omer, most of the Roshonim will hold that since there's no mitzvah, uh, mitzvah to bring that Korban, the mitzvah of Sfirat Omer is not the Oraita. And it's only the Rabbanan. Now, 
Although that's the opinion of majority of the Rishonim, the question by us is, what is the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch? Since we follow what the Shulchan Aruch holds, la'alacha. And since we need to know what the Shulchan Aruch says, we open up the Bet Yosef. We open up the the um, Shulchan Aruch, and we don't find over there anything about it. But we found hints, hints here and there, what the Shulchan Aruch holds. Sometimes the Shulchan Aruch tells us straight out his opinion. Sometimes we have to dig it out. And over here, we ha- we're going to see how the poskin tried to dig out one way over the other. So this was the opinion of Rav that, that the Shulchan Aruch holds, the Bet Yosef holds, that Shirat Omer is a mitzvah de Rabbanan. The Orlet I mentioned yesterday didn't, was mesupak about this, uh, this idea. Maybe, indeed, the mitzvah of Shirat Omer is the Oraita. It's not so clear. And we'll see how both of them work. It's very interesting. Once we learn that sugiah, we get a perspective of how to understand in other places such things that are not so clear in the Shulchan Aruch. So we said, one Naftamina is, can you say in the Lashem Ichud, the fact that it's a mitzvah to say, according to the opinion that would say it's not the Oraita, one is not allowed to mention Areni Balekayem mitzvah to say. Although, one can argue that it is a mitzvah to say, the Rabbanan, not the Oraita. If you don't say mitzvah to say the Oraita, that is still uh, good enough. For example, in Siman Kufvav, in, uh, in Shulchan Aruch, Siman Kufvav in Orachim, there's, uh, there's over there Sugiyah, who's obligated to pray? Who is mechuyav to pray tefilot uh, every day? Who's mechuyav and who's patur? And it says over there that kol hapturim mikriyat shema, p'turim mitfila. One is patur from kriyat shema, is patur from tefila. And there's a list over there of who's patur mikriyat shema. And then he says, the Shulchan Aruch, she'af al pi, she'em chayavim mikriyat shema, p'turim mitfila, ve'nashim ve'avadim, pay attention to those words, nashim ve'avadim, a woman. A woman is obligated in tefila or not? Says the Shulchan Aruch in Siman Kufav, אף על פי שפטורים מקרי השמע חייבים בתפילה מפני שהיא מצוות עשה שלא הזמן דומה. A woman, although she's פטור from קרי השמע, why is a woman doesn't have to pray, doesn't have to say קרי השמע? קרי השמע, it's מצוות עשה של הזמן דומה. קרי השמע works for the day and the night. בשוך וכה ובקומך, בזמן שאדם שוכב לישון, ובזמן שאדם קם ממיטתו. That is a certain time, there's time to it. A woman is not obligated in mitzvot aseh shazman gama. Since there's time to that mitzvah, a woman is exempt from reading Kriyashma. It's a nice thing. It's a good thing for a woman to uh, be mekabelet or mechut shamayim. Is she obligated? No. What about tefilas? Is the Shulchan Aruch Nashim? Afal pishep turot mikriyashma chayavim betfila. She's obligated in tefila. Why? Says the Shulchan Aruch, because she mitzvah aseh shazman gama. There's no time to it. Why there's no time to it? Because with the Oraita, the Torah doesn't give us time when you should pray. It's only with the Rabbanan that there's time when to pray. With the Oraita, says the Rambam, a person could pray anytime he picks up a Sidur, or even with the Oraita doesn't need a Sidur. Just he says whatever he wants to say. He, he says his own Tefillah, with the Oraita, 
any time during the day, and with that, he's mekayem the mitzvah to say. But that is midoraita. Chachamim gave it times. The Torah says, "Ul ofdo bechol levavchem, ezo yavodashi balev." Avi Omer zot fila. But midoraita en la nusach yadua yechol litpalel bechol nusach ubechol et shirtze says the Rambam. But the Rambam says, Chachamim will metaken time to it, and the Nusach, the version, how a person should pray, this is all the Rabbanan. Over here, in the Shulchan Aruch, he says, She'af al-pi sh'pturi mikriyat shma chayvim mitfila mitnei shi mitzvat ase. It is a mitzvat ase, shelo azman drama. So you see, the Shulchan Aruch holds what? Legabei mitzvat tfila. Does he hold it's the Oraita, or he holds it's the Rabbanan? We found over here, in the Shuhan Uch, the Lashon is mitzvah taseh. Mivnei shi mitzvah taseh. Sounds very clearly that it's mitzvah deoraita. That's called the mitzvah taseh. Over here we found a machloket. The Magen Avraham and the Taz. Magen Avraham and the Taz are the main nosei kelim of the Shuhan Uch. When you open up the Shuhan Uch, you see in one side the Magen Avraham, and on the other side the Taz. Says the, the Taz in Kuvav, Turim Mitfila, why? It's Mitzvah Taseh, because it's Mitzvah Taseh, it's Mitzvah Deoraita. Seems like the Shukhan Uchod, Mitzvah Tefila is Mitzvah Deoraita. But, the Magen Avram, I'm sorry, that was the Magen Avram. Says the Taz, no, Mitzvah Taseh, Turim in Atfila, Shud Midderabanan, Shelo Azman Gramaf, and Pish Mitzvah Derabanani, which means he learned that what Mitzvah Taseh, Mitzvah Taseh Midderabanan, which means sometimes you can use that Lashon, Mitzvah Taseh, to understand that it's the Rabbanan, not the Oraita. Sometimes Mitzvah Taseh means the Oraita, sometimes Mitzvah Taseh means the Rabbanan. Over here also, when we say English, so can you say that? Says Chacham Ovadia, no, you can't say that, since the Mitzvah of counting the Omer is. Only the Rabbanan, according to his understanding, you're not allowed to say in the Shemichud, Why not? Because when you say such a thing, you, you're saying that it's a mitzvah to say the Oraita. But you can argue on that. We just saw that the Taz says that you could use mitzvah to say for the Rabbanan as well. So those that hold that uh, it's the Rabbanan, Let's say uh, the way Chacham of Adi understands that the Shulchan Aruch holds it's a mitzvah to say the Rabbanan to count the Omer. You're allowed to say Areni Bamilikah mitzvah to say it's not a sheker because it is. It's a mitzvah to say the Rabbanan. So that's one comment that you can say on the nafkamina between the two that Chacham of Adi throughout the year screamed over and over that one should not say. Secondly, when you are uh, counting the Omer. It, it's, uh, it, it permits you now to eat. Before a person counts the Omer, or that mitzvah at night, he's not allowed to eat. So whenever you, are, you have a mitzvah that you have to do, you have to do it before you start eating. Now, eating means a meal. You could eat a cookie, you could eat um, fruits, you can drink coffee, that's permitted. But one is not allowed to have a meal now. That is true if a person didn't start eating. If a person started eating already, and all of a sudden he sees that time has come to count, 
He doesn't have to stop. That's the halacha. As long as it's still time to count, if the time has not passed, he doesn't have to stop the, the, the meal. He can continue counting. But if we're dealing with mitzvah tasedor aita, that is more chamur. That is all true by mitzvah tasedor abadah. By mitzvah tasedor aita, there's a tzad to say that you have to stop. That's another nafkamina. Difference between the two. The, if it's mitzvah tasedor aita, you have to say the bracha right away and the counting. If it's a mitzvah to say the rabbanan, you don't have to do that. You could keep continue eating. Here's another nafkamina. A third nafkamina you could say over here is what we saw yesterday. Yesterday we learned the tosfot in Menachot. And tosfot, that tosfot in Menachot is the main sugiya as I explained yesterday, that's the main sugiya of, of um, the Sfirata Omer. And Tosfot in, uh, in Menachot takes us right away in the very beginning to understand uh, that if a person is holding by uh, the beginning of the night, which means it's not night yet, it's Safek Hashecha, what we call Shkia. Take a look in the Menachot Samechvav. Tosfot says, "Nira shebesafek chashecha yachol levarech." A person is allowed to count safek chashecha. What safek chashecha? Safek chashecha means it just started getting night. The night just started, which means it's still shkia. What we call ben hashmashot. Ben hashmashot is safek yom safek laila. Says Tosfot, it's fine to count there. Why? Says Tosfot, "Enzach lamtinat sheyavaday laila kevan shu speika derabanan." The spot clearly explains to us that the nafkamina between um, the right and the, and the Rabbanan in Sirat Omer would be, can you count in Venus Mashot, or you have to wait till the night. If you, uh, if you hold it's the Oraita, you're going to have to wait till the night. If you hold it's the Rabbanan, Sirat Omer is the Rabbanan, you could count Venus Mashot. Why? Because it's Safek Yom Safek Laila, Safek the Rabbanan Lekula, you can count right then and there, you don't have to wait until the night. Now, that's another Nafkamina. What is the Shulchan Aruch opinion on that? The Shulchan Aruch says such a Lashon that seems to be a little bit uh, confusing, because the Shulchan Aruch says that Hamedakdekim enam sofrim at et kochavim. This is what he says in Seif Bet. Again, if you want to take a look inside, the Shulchan Aruch is in Siman Tafpeitet, and we are holding right now in Seif Bet. Tafpeitet, Seif Bet, says the Shulchan Aruch, Amedakdekim enam sofrim at et kochavim v'chen ra'ui la'asot. So what does the Shulchan Aruch hold? If he says you have to count until the night, so he holds it the Oraita, or he say no. What does the Shulchan Aruch say? Hamedakdekim. What's medakdekim? Medakdekim means those that are extra careful. To ask the Shulchan Aruch, you don't have to. You don't have to. You can count already in the time that is considered already Shkiah. Shkiah Tachama, start counting, no problem. You want to be medakdek, a person that's extra careful in the mitzvot, in the halacha, so wait till the night. And Shulchan Aruch says, it's correct to do so. But it's not obligated. If the Shulchan Aruch would hold it, the Sfira is Deoraita, what does it mean, Hamedakdekim, Enam Sofrimat Seta Kochavim, Vesen Rawila Sot, it's correct to do so. What are you talking about? It's, it's an obligation, you have to do it. It's 
בספירת העומר, is the oraita? You must do it at night. This is something that you could be מדייק, that בשולחן ארוחות, that ספירת העומר is only the רבנן. אורלציון explained yesterday, I mentioned yesterday, אורלציון holds that there's no proof from the שולחן ארוח what he holds, this way or that way, it's very unclear in the שולחן ארוח. He says that's also not clear, because he explains that you could say that the שולחן ארוח was permitting to count from שקיעה, because he has over here what we call fake faker. Yesterday I explained the, the idea of the term fake faker, two spekot. One safek is maybe it's night. Maybe right now it's night because there is a safek yom, safek laila, and every given time in Ben Hashemashot. And even if you hold it's not night, maybe halachically we can consider it night. Why? There's a machloket. What do you, when does the night start? Does it start from Plaga Mincha or from the night? Rabbeinu Tam holds that the night starts from Plaga Mincha. What's Plaga Mincha? Plaga Mincha means half of the time of Mincha. Mincha is two and a half hours before the night. That's, that's, uh, that's when you start praying Mincha, Mincha Ktana, from nine and a half hours of the day, because nine and a half hours until the end of the day, that's 12 hours, it's divided, the day is divided to 12 hours day, 12 hours night. You start counting from the beginning of the day, and you go nine and a half hours. Nine and a half hours, at that time, at the ninth and a half hour, you can start praying mincha. But plaga mincha means if you split. Plag means to split. Well, if you split to half that those two and a half hours of mincha that are left from nine and a half hours of the day to the twelfth hour of the day, two, those two and a half hours, if you split them to half, you'll have an hour and 15 minutes. That hour and 15 minutes before the night, Rabbeinu Tam holds, that's already considered night. And that's the reason we can pray of it early. Why is it that one prays of it early in shul without any problem? Why is that? Because there's a machloket whether we posek, like Rabbi Yudah Chachamim, whether the night starts from Plaga Mincha, or it starts from the night. And the Shulchan Aruch was not machriya. It, it, it didn't say who the halacha should be like. This halacha you find in Ilchot Mincha. And because of that, over here also, could be the Shulchan Aruch holds like that halacha. We see that he's not so sure. He brings this, uh, this opinion over Ben Rutam, various places. He brings it over here in Lichot Shirat Omer and Seif Gimel. He says that Amit Palelim Atzibur could start counting from Plaga Mincha that with a certain night, if a person wants to see how it works, take a look at Seif Gimel. He says the same idea in Kriyat Megillah that if a person can't go to Shul um, and, and he's, uh, he's, he needs to already uh, finishes Ta'anit, he was mitaneh the whole day on Ta'anit Esther, he wants to read the Megillah already. There is a tzad to be somech b'shat atchak on Rabbeinu Tam and start, um, start uh, the night from the time that we call right now Plaga Mincha. So we see there's such an opinion. So over here we says the Holy Tzion, there's two sfekot. One safek maybe Shkia already is night. Because we always have safek yom, safek laila. Secondly, maybe even if it's, if you consider it not night, but maybe like Rabbeinu Tam, the night already halachically started already from Plaga Mincha. Because of that, the Shulchan Aruch could be permitted over here for those that are not medakdekim, 
to start counting right away in the Shkia. This is how the Oletzion says. Chacham didn't agree with that. So we said few nafkaminot. Let's see another nafkamina. Nafkamina between whether it's the right or the Rabbanan, the counting of the Omer. The another nafkamina you'll find in uh, in, uh, in the Chelkat Yoav that he was mesupak if a person makes a certain mitzvah, and that mitzvah is mitzvah deoraita, and he had kavana for mitzvah de Rabbanan. He thought it was mitzvah de Rabbanan, and he had kavana to be mekayem mitzvah de Rabbanan. In reality, he was just performing a mitzvah deoraita. I'll give you an example. You're eating the matzah on Erev Pesach. Erev Pesach, there's a mitzvah, but Erev tochlu matzot, you have to eat matzah on Erev Pesach. Now, a person, before he does a certain mitzvah, he should be mechaven to make the mitzvah uh, with kavanah. Why? Because mitzvot tzrichot kavanah. This is how the Shulchan Aruch was posek. And uh, the Shulchan Aruch brings both opinions. There's a machloket rishonim in that. If mitzvot tzrichot kavanah, or en mitzvot tzrichot kavanah. But the way the Shulchan Aruch forms the halacha, it seems like he holds that mitzvot tzrichot kavanah. Why? Because the Shulchan Aruch writes it in such a way that it seems like uh, he's possessed that way. If you take a look in Shulchan Aruch, Siman Samech, Seif Daled, he says, Yesh omrim she'en mitzvot tzrichot kavanah, ויש אומרים שצריכות לכוונה לצאת בעשיית אותה מצווה, וכן הלכה. So we see that the Shohan Aruch brings, יש אומרים ויש אומרים, and not only that, he also מכריע וכן הלכה. הלכה is מצוות צריכות כוונה. Now, what does it mean? It means that before you perform the mitzvah, you have כוונה that you're doing it for the mitzvah. Why? Because in the night of Pesach, you're sitting down to eat, and your wife puts the matzah on the table, could be that the reason you're eating the matzah right now is because you're hungry and that's what's, uh, that's what's available on the table. Because of that, a person should have kavanah. No, I'm not eating it because I'm hungry or because my wife put it or that's the only thing that I have in front of me. No, I'm eating the matzah because I have a mitzvah deoraita. Hashem commanded me to eat that matzah. That's what a person should have in mind. If a person didn't have that in mind, okay, there's still tzadim uh, to say that he was yotze in such a mitzvah. But normally a person should try to have that kavanah, mitzvot tzrichot kavanah. If a person in, in the night of Pesach has kavanah, he thinks to himself, I'm making right now mitzvah de Rabbanan. Why? He heard a shiur and it misunderstood what the rabbi said in the shiur and he thought that the mitzvah to eat matzah is not the right, it's the Rabbanan. He got mixed up. He thought the rabbi said, the, he spoke about maror, and he thought about matzah. He wasn't 100% listening. And now he thinks himself, I'm performing a mitzvah, the Rabbanan, to eat matzah. Such a thing. It's a question, are you yotze or you're not yotze? Because a person needs to have the kavanah the right way. The kavanah to be yotze, the mitzvah, the right of eating matzah. Same thing here. If you hold that this mitzvah is a mitzvah deoraita, you have to know that you mechaven that it's a mitzvah deoraita. If you hold it's a mitzvah de Rabbanan, you have to know what you're doing. You have to be mechaven that it is a mitzvah de Rabbanan. And that's another nafkamina between the two. You can't be mechaven one uh, for the other.
and so on and so forth. There's nafkamino like that that you find in many places. Now, um, before, so what's the solution to this whole idea? In order to make sure that you don't run into this issue of there's always a solution, easy solution to this problem of uh, not, not saying, not thinking the right kavana when you're performing the mitzvah. And that is to say the l'shem yichud. When you say l'shem yichud, that takes care of it. You say l'shem yichud, kuchah b'chush, kiteh, b'tzilu uchimu uchimu d'chilu, areni ba l'kayem mitzvah taseh. Whether you say aseh or you don't say aseh, you say areni ba l'kayem mitzvah. And when you do that, that takes care of the kavana. And that is fine. The question is, when you say al-Hashem is that something that, that's completely permitted to say that al-Hashem Yichud is to know that saying al-Hashem is not simple at all? Because the Odabi Yehuda went against that al-Hashem full force against it. Why is that? The Nodabi Yuda held that the Shem Yichud is wrong to say. Now, I have the Nodabi Yuda open in front of me. It's in your Dea, Siman, Tzadi Gimel. I want to read you that Nodabi Yuda, and then we'll see those that are that hold differently. But I want to show you how Gdolei look at Mitzvot, and when they feel that it's not correct to do, how they went full force against it. So he writes over here, that somebody asked him about this L'Shem Yichud. I'm reading you his words. Al HaRevit Asher Sha'al Ben Nusach, L'Shem Yichud Asher Chadashim Yikarov Nitpashet. He says, you ask me about this L'Shem Yichud, that it's a new thing. It's a new invention. Now, you see the Lashon he uses, it's already uh, an attacking uh, words. Asher Chadashim Yikarov Nitpashet. It's a new thing. Now, why is it an attacking uh, term? Because... Whenever um, the poskim use such an idea, chadashim mikarov bau, it comes to show that it's something that we were, we don't have kabbalah. We can't do anything without kabbalah. Everything we do in halacha has to have kabbalah. If it's a new invention that wasn't yet in the world, okay. So over here, the gedolei would uh, would sit and see how to deal with it. But something that was but that was that was available throughout generations, like to say L'Shem Yichud. They could have said it all over. It's not a new invention. It's not electricity that came to the world. It's not a phone that came to the world. It's not light that came to the world. It's something that could have been done from the time of Chazal, but nobody ever did it. So it's Chadashim Yikarov Nitpashet. Now the Abba Yudah uses such a Lashon. It's known that the Chatam Sofer, um, that was that was in the same time as in Udavida. He always uses the lashon of Hadash Asur Minhatora. Hadash, anything that's new, it's Asur Minatora. It's prohibited Mideoraita. Normally Hadash means Kemach Yashan, Kem Hadash, which we need to speak about also uh, now that it's coming uh, to after Pesach it's coming again to uh, to the table. Uh, but we need to know that idea that Hadash, anything that a person does that is uh, is a new thing, it's Asumina Torah. Says the Rabbi Yudah, Asher Hadashim Mikarov Bau, when it passes the Sidurim, in Ebazani Mashiv, 
This is my answer. You're asking me, the, the, the person that's ask, asking me the question, ask him how it should be said, like this, like that. What do you recommend? He says, Ask me first, should you say it? Is it good or not? Ledati says in Odam Yoda, Zera'a chola bedorenu. It's a sickness. Ve'ala dorot shelifnei zmanenu shelo yadu mitzachzo, lo amru. The generations previous to us never said it. Hayu amelim kol yameem batorah, ahuva mitzvot, hakol al pi ha-torah, ve'al pi ha-poskim, asher divrayim novim ממקור מים חיים, ים התלמוד. עליהם נאמר, תומת ישרים תנחם. והם הם אשר עשו פרי למעלה וגדול למעל מעל שמיים חסדם. Look at the generations beforehand, nobody ever said לשם ייחוד, and they were doing everything just fine, all the mitzvot, all the Torah, everything by them was correct. אבל דורנו, our generation, כי עזבו תורת השם, he says on his generation, which was generation of Torah, he says on, on that generation, they left תורת השם, מקור מים חיים, שני התלמודים, בבלי וירושלמי, לחצוב להם בורות נשברים, ומתנסים ברוב לבבם, כל אחד אומר, אני, אנוכי הרואה, every person says, I understand, I'm the Navi, I, I know exactly what Hashem wants, just like in our generation, every person today knows already what Hashem wants, why Hashem is doing what he's doing, so what's, what's the solution to this? אנוכי הרואה, ולי נפתחו שאר השמיים, ובעבורי העולם מתקיים, אלו הם מקריבי הדור. So this is the introduction he gives to this, לשם ייחוד, how terrible it is, we'll see what's the connection. ועל הדור היתום הזה, he says on this generation, he's talking about his generation, אני אומר, ישרים דרכי השם, וצדיקים ילכו בם, וחסידים ייכשלו בם. He calls them חסידים, by the way. He over here, try to like pinch. Uh, the, the Hasidim, because it's mostly uh, the L'Shem Yichud is done by the Hasidim because it's brought down from the Arizal. I will see you soon that the Arizal is the one, and the Zohar are the ones that spoke about it. So over here, it really, and, and, and who follows the Zohar and, uh, and the Arizal? Mostly is the Hasidim. They go completely according to the Arizal. So over here, he puts it in such sharp words. He says, Sadiqim Yichubam, Hasidim Yichubam. והרבה היה לי לדבר מזה, אבל כשם שמצווה לומר דבר הנשמע, כך מצווה שלא לומר דבר שאינו נשמע והשם ירחם עלינו. So now he see how harshly he goes against this לשם ייחוד, and he brings proofs that you don't need to say לשם ייחוד, he goes on with this תשובה, to bring proofs that you don't need to say לשם ייחוד, and on the contrary, instead of doing good with, with um, saying that לשם ייחוד, you're doing, the, you're doing more harm than good. If you take a look at, um, at the Zohar, the Zohar clearly says that a person should say L'Shem Yichud. And I'm reading you right now from the Torah Lishma that was written by the Ben Yishchai. He was asked the following question. לשם ייחוד קדשה ברכוש פנתה בתחילו אורחים ובשם כל ישראל כי אנו מסתפקים וחושבים אולי זה נתקן מן המקובלים האחרונים maybe this is from the מקובלים not from the ארי now the ארי whatever he says is the opinion of the זוהר the opinion of רב שמעון בר יוחאי so if he says you should say that definitely a person should follow that but the person asking the בן ישראל says who knows maybe it's not the בן ישראל maybe this was, was established by other מקובלים, and then we're not so much obligated. If a certain מקובל decided to choose to say such a thing, okay, 
So it's a nice thing you want to say, but when the Rizal says it has total weight, so yeah, he was. So that's the question that the Menishchai was asked, and he answers the following: clearly. It is in the Arizal. כמו שאמר, מערכו בשער הרוח הקודש, וזה לשונו. גם אמר לי מוריסל, כוונת הצדקה והתפילה הוא לייחד שם יודקה הנפרד מוודקה. קודם שיעשה אדם איזו מצווה, I'm reading you now the Ari, written in the מערכו, קודם שיעשה האדם איזו מצווה או צדקה, יאמר, לייחדה שמה דקוצ'ה בריחו שרינתה, בתחילו אורחים ומקום דחילו, בשם כל ישראל, ויכוון לחבר שם יודקה, שהם תחילו ברחימו, עם וקה, שהם קוצ'ה בריחו שרינתה. עד כאן לשון הרב חיים ויטל. He thinks that the Arizal held that way. Now it becomes a totally, it gives a totally different life. If the Arizal holds clearly that way, and by the way, there's also places in the, in the Zohar that the Poskim brings, that it's, uh, it's mentioned as well. So if one wants to see it in the, the Sifrei Zohar, it's there as well. You can find this in Parashat Tazriya, Parashat Yitrot, Daf Tzadik Gimel, and other places as well. So we see that such a thing is written in the Zohar, in the Zohar, and clearly in the, in, in the Arizal. So if that's the case, we have a totally different way to such a thing. The Torah Lishma, again, the Ben Shai in Shela Yud Zain, he brings down the following. He says, Listen to this interesting question that, uh, that uh, the Ben Shai was asked. He says, what is Tfila? Tfila, you need to work HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What's mean work HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Ulovdo b'chol levavchem, ezoi tfila, ezoi avodah shabalesu tfila. Work is to work HaKadosh Baruch Hu with the heart. That's the only work that we have in that mitzvah, ulovdo b'chol levavchem. Which means, normally, if you go to work, so the boss wants to see labor. He doesn't care what you have in your heart. You're going to bake matzah. You're going to bake matzah. So the, 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 the boss wants to see production. The, you're going to shape, uh, you're going to fix a house, uh, put sheet racks. You can have any kavanah you want in your heart. It doesn't make a difference. He wants to see that the boss wants to see in the end of the day, the certain amount was done in Paro in Mitzrayim, wanted to see that Am Yisrael will give him production. If there's no production, they will get beat up. What you have in your heart does not make a difference then. Over here in Mitzvah Tfilah, there's no production. The production is what your heart has in mind. What did you think in your heart? What did you intend in your heart? So the question over here is a beautiful question. Try to think about it. It's a beautiful question. He says, if a person didn't pray with kavanah, and Chazal say about it, so this tefillah is meaningless. What, what's the purpose of praying? Let's see the, the, the question inside. Let's say you are right now not your mind is off and you and you tarud you interrupted right now with certain things you just have some things in mind that you can't clear your mind so you know already that when you're going to stand to pray 
דעת גנהב אין מיינד את אול יותר תפילה. אם תפילתו תהיה לריק חס ושלום, ודוחים אותה, למה יתפלל? anyway, this תפילה is not going to be accepted. If it's not going to be accepted, so why are you praying? Don't pray, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time, don't waste HaKadosh Buchu's time, so to speak, that you should try to listen and see somebody that's completely not there. The whole purpose of תפילה is the kavana. Not standing up and shaking, that's nothing. That's, that's, even the words you're saying from your mouth don't mean uh, much. Rather, it's the kavanah in the heart. So if that's the case, says the Ben Ishchai, the Ben Ishchai was asked, in tefilatot yel arik, chas v'shalom, dochim ota, lama yitpalel? That's the first question. Second question, עוד חקרנו, גם מישהו יכול להתפלל בכוונה, שידיו יבין הדברים שרוצים מפיו, אבל אינו יודע סודם של דברים כמו הזוהר והאריזל, וכן במעשה המצוות, אינו יודע לכוון סודם, רק עושה המצוות בפשיטות, כמו שכתבו הפשטנים, אם כן נמצא זה חסר תיקון, ולא עשה מעלמה תפילה שלמה ומצווה שלמה. So why should you do the מצווה or anything else? If you don't know how to do the כוונה, what's the purpose of that? According to קבלה, when you do a mitzvah, it's not the act of the mitzvah that's doing the tikkunim in the shamayim. Rather, it's the kavanah that comes along with the mitzvah. That's the case. If you don't know how to do that, it's meaningless. That was the question. That's the question that the Ben Yishchai was asked. This is the answer of the Ben Yishchai. This is something that we can learn a lot from and pay attention what he answers. If indeed a person is, right now, his mind is off the tefillah, he can't have the intention that he needs in the tefillah. He still must pray, and his prayer would, would be accepted. Why? This that he can't have kavana is considered anus. It's against his will. Person sometimes has such tirdot that it's not up to him. If that's the case, his tila would be accepted. Where do we know that from? Says the Benishvites. In the Zohar, Parashat Ve'yechi. Amar Chizkiya. Haide Amrin al-Olam Nisader Bar Nash, Shavka Demar al-Vatari, Yisle Slote. A person, the Gemara says in Brachot Lamed Bet, that a person should pray, should first be mesader de tefillahs, mesader de shvachim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, intend his heart, and once he's ready to pray with all the, what he has in mind to pray, right, before you go to speak to somebody, it's an important thing that you need to bring across, so you need to prepare what you're planning to say <laughs> before you give a shiur. You think, right, before I give a shiur, I sit down, two hours, three hours, depends what kind of shoe, and I, I plan, what am I thinking, what am I speaking about? If I just come uh, to the shoe without, uh, without preparing anything, what, preparing means, first you have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, it's, it shows that you came not prepared. So therefore, a person should prepare when he wants to speak to a Kadosh, and then praise. So says the Zohar, Hayman delibetarid. If your heart is tarud, you can't pray. But you want to pray. You want to pray, but you feel that you can't. It's not up to you. He feels bad about it. 
אמר לרב יוסי, אף על, אף על גב דלא יכיל הכוונה ליבד ורעותה, סידורא ושפחא דמראה, אמי גרא, אלא יסדר שפחא דמראה, he should speak, even though he wasn't able to prepare, he should speak it out, אף על גב דלא יכיל הכוונה, even though he doesn't have the כוונה, ויצלץ לו תה, and it would be accepted. This is what the Ben Shai brings down למעשה, which means הקדוש ברוך הוא understands a person's situation, and He, if, if indeed he's not cheating, he wanted to pray with Kavanah and he couldn't, HaKadosh Baruch Hu would fulfill the Kavanah that's needed and give life, so to speak, to that Tfilah, because again, Tfilah ולא Kavanah כגוף בלא נשמה, HaKadosh Baruch Hu would put the Neshama into that goof of the Tfilah in order for a person to be, accept, to be accepted his Tfilah. And then the Ben Yishchai goes on the second point, מה שחשבתם על המכוון בקשתן של דברים ואינו יודע בסוד השם שנמצא חסר ואין לו מצווה שלמה ולא תפילה שלמה, לא כן הוא. He says that's not true. And he goes to explain that as well, that a person that does a mitzvah, or does tefillah, or does anything else, although he needs to have the right covenant for it, but he didn't have the right covenant, it's still accepted in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But, a person would be able to add to that much more if he says the L'Shem Yichud. And this L'Shem Yichud is indeed something that you'll find in many, many of the Postim Achronim. Not like the, the Noda B'Yudah says. Noda B'Yudah is a very strong opinion. And in the set of Tshuva Me'ava, which was the Talmud of the Noda B'Yudah, He writes, מעיד אני עלי שמיים וארץ שראיתי אחד שרצה לברך על אתרוג מהודר של רבנו. Somebody came and he asked דודה ביהודה to shake his lulav. He picked up his lulav. And before he says the bracha, he started saying לשם ייחוד. So says the תשובה מאהבה, כשראו אומר יהי רצון, קודם נטילת הלולב, כעס ורגז ואמר בקצף גדול, האומר יהי רצון, הנה אני יכול לברך, ולא אני יכול לברך, unbelievable. The same story about חכם עובדיה. There was a woman in the kotel um, that wanted to, to shake the lulav. So she came to חכם עובדיה years ago, before he was uh, so, so, so uh, known. And she asked him, can I shake your lulav? חכם עובדיה said, תפאדל, no problem, take it. She takes the lulav and she wants to say bracha. I said to her, no, if you say bracha, I'm not giving you my lulav. Why not? Because Sparadim holds, you can't say bracha on shaking the lulav. It's a mitzvah taseh shazman grama. Any mitzvah taseh shazman grama, women don't say bracha. Ashkenazim say bracha. Machloket shuchan aruchan derama. But Ashkenazim say the bracha. She wasn't Ashkenaz. She was Sparadi. She wanted to say bracha. Why? Because she learned by the Ashkenazim, she saw that what they do, she thinks that she should say bracha. I said to her, if you say the bracha, I'm not giving you my lulav. Same story here with the Noda Biyuda. He wouldn't give the lulav to the person just because he wanted to say L'Shem Yichud. But if you take a look in the Poskim Achonim, so many of them that say that one should say the L'Shem Yichud. It's a good thing. At least the person knows when it comes to do the mitzvah, Spirat HaOmer, or any other mitzvah, he's beforehand, he says Hashem Yichud, even Arvit, Hashem Yichud, he needs to know that there is an opinion that says that one person should not say Hashem Yichud, and there's an opinion that says the opposite, saying Hashem Yichud, it's a very positive thing. I can speak about this for another half hour, and then go to the next topic, but our time seems to be already running out. Be'ezrat Hashem. We are planning, tomorrow is going to be already Erev Yom Tov, but right after Yom Tov, you are all welcome to join us for the Halachot of Sfirat HaOmer, for the Halachot of 
um, חדש, של ישר, קמח חדש, קמח חדש, many more wonderful things, you are all welcome, any questions on what we spoke? So, L'Shem Yichud is putting Kavana into the Mitzvah. Now, when you put Kavana into the Mitzvah, we, I explained beforehand that sometimes Kavana is more needed than other times. Ashukhan Aruch is posek, Mitzvot Tzichot Kavana, Vechen Halacha. This is how we posek in Sivan Samech. But the Mishnah Bua brings down from the Chayadam that you should know that sometimes if you didn't do the kavan, if you didn't have the, the, the kavanah for the mitzvah, you still you'd say. If you did something that you wouldn't do otherwise, for example, you shook the lulav. Shaking the lulav itself, if you didn't have kavanah, it's, it's like you had kavanah because who shakes the lulav? Of course you did it for the mitzvah. You didn't, do, you didn't shake the lulav because, I don't know what, you felt like you, you need to shake something and you just picked the lulav and you, and you shook it. When you eat a matzah, that's the example I gave you before. The only person that eats a matzah, he eats because it's a mitzvah, the right he leans. He, the, the, whole, the whole scenario shows yeah. that he's doing a mitzvah, especially since you're saying a bracha beforehand. That shows that you're doing it for the mitzvah. So if a person didn't have the kavanah, for it is yotze still the mitzvah, but sometimes a person does things without without. Sometimes a person does things that he would do anyway. For example, you took a taxi from point A to point B. Taxi tells you, okay, it's fifteen dollars. You take out fifteen dollars and you pay him. At that moment. You paid him, there's no mitzvah, you just paid him. But you could have gained a mitzvah because what you did right now is pay a sachir bitmano. And there is mitzvot aseh and lot aseh involved with that. Biomotit and scharo and so on. There's few mitzvot aseh and mitzvot lot aseh on this. So if that's the case, a person that pays anyway the fee that he had to pay, he didn't, he, he lost out on a mitzvah. If he didn't have the kavanah, but if he had the kavanah, he gained with that, that mitzvah. So when you do chesed to your friend, what's the purpose you're doing the chesed? Many people do chesed because you have to be a nice neighbor, a nice friend. You have to do good for each other. Nothing to do with religion. Even if, you would, even if a person would not be religious, you uh, would still do the chesed one to the other because you're trying to be a nice person. But... When the Torah commands you to do it, you'll have to have a kavanah. Therefore, because of that, it's much more important in such a scenario that you, wouldn't, you would do it anyway to have a kavanah that you're doing it for the mitzvah. And with that, you're gaining now not only the chesed, the good, good relation with your friend, but you're gaining also a mitzvah in Shammah. That is much more important. If that is the case, over here could be that it's more important to say the L'Shem Yichud, because with that, you are emphasizing you're doing that for a mitzvah. So your question is very good, but on the contrary, the more you'll do for the mitzvah in such a scenario, and you, if you say L'Shem Yichud, you could say L'Shem Yichud, no problem mm-hmm. at all. Again, not like the Noda Biyuda, but more you could say the L'Shem Yichud. Uh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Any more questions, please? No more questions. Thank you for joining us tonight. We appreciate everybody that was with us. Have a beautiful you, end of the hug.
חג כשר ושמח, and only good thing. כל טוב. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.